This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Young Hugo from high school to the Cardinals. Oh, the scandal. Now here's something different. I'm going to talk about a man who played professional football before he played in college and later went on to become the only person who coached an NFL team as well as managed a Major League Baseball team. His name was Hugo Bezdek, and he was born on April 1st, 1884, in Bohemia, or what we now call the Czech Republic. His family immigrated to the United States a few years later and eventually settled on the south side of Chicago. Hugo was short, generously listed in the programs as five foot seven, but stocky and enjoyed all sorts of sports, including baseball, boxing, and football, the rougher the better. However, Bezdek preferred the game of football. He was out of luck in that area since Lake High School, which he attended, did not field a football team. Instead, Hugo learned of a new organization in the area on the south side of Chicago, a little bit uh, to the south of the stockyards, and this team was called the Morgan Athletic Club, which he joined in 1900 at the tender age of 16. Not only did he play the bat in the backfield for the Morgans, but he was also considered an assistant coach back in those days when coaches really weren't allowed to do too much. For those who closely follow the history of the Cardinals, of course now the Arizona Cardinals, the team was part of the Morgan Athletic Club in 1900 before changing over to the Cardinals Social and Athletic Club in 1901. During both of these seasons, while he was still in high school, Bezdek excelled on the field. In 1900, he scored a touchdown in a 22-5 win over the neighboring Dearborns. It should be noted that at the turn of the century, most of the local semi-pro clubs in Chicago took the name of their home street as their team name. Hence, we would have the Morgans, the Dearborns, and the Halsteads all playing in the local organized leagues. Players could earn extra money through side or team bets. For example, it was not uncommon for the teams to play each other with a $100 wager going to the winner. As mentioned, in 1901, players from the Morgan started the Cardinals Social and Athletic Club and claimed the city championship with a 4-0-1 mark. Bezdek was mentioned in the sparse newspaper coverage by the Chicago Daily Sun for his work in the championship game, which was a 14-5 win over the Columbias. The paper said Bezdek, star end of the Cardinals, carried the ball to the Columbia's 50-yard line. And from this point, the ball was finally sent across Columbia's goal line. Anyway, Bezik played two seasons with a team that would rightly be called professional according to the strict rules of the day before he entered the University of Chicago in 1902 to play for the legendary Amos Alonzo Stagg. Bezik quickly earned his first letter as a freshman in 1902 and would go on to earn All-American recognition for the Maroons as a fullback and lead the club to the national championship in 1905 with an 11-0 record. The season concluded on November 30, 1905, when Chicago knocked off the unbeaten University of Michigan 2-0, ending Michigan's 56-game undefeated streak. At no time was the question of Bezdick's previous football playing experience with the pros ever mentioned. This was a bit surprising since Coach Stagg staunchly opposed the idea of individuals playing football for money, a stand that Stagg continued to support for the next couple of decades. 
And yet Bezik himself was the object of a sports scandal in October of 1904, when the University of Illinois accused him of being a professional, not in football, but in boxing. If the news was proven to be true, Bezdick would have lost his remaining two seasons of college eligibility in all sports, and he was also an excellent baseball player. While Bezdick and the University of Chicago vigorously denied the accusations, the story reached the media that Bezdick did indeed fight professionally on March 21, 1900 at the Crystal Athletic Club, where he earned the lofty sum of $12.50 per fight. He would have been just 15 years old at the time. The Indianapolis Star newspaper reported that a broken down Bantamweight boxer named Myron Faglin claimed that a fighter named Young Hugo was actually Hugo Bezdek, the aforementioned football stud at Chicago. Faglin said, Young Hugo, the boxer, was a big husky fellow, weighing about 170 pounds. I saw him box on several occasions. I also saw Bezdek, the crack football player, in his armor three or four times. I am positive that the two are identical. Eventually, Bezdek was deemed innocent of the professionalism charges in April of 1905, mostly because Fagan admitted that he had been paid $100 to make up the story about Hugo Bezdek. He drank it up quickly with his cronies. Bezik went on to his greatest season on the gridiron the following autumn of 1905. However, there was never a mention that Bezdik once played for the Cardinals before college, which had most likely made him ineligible at the University of Chicago. Following his graduation from the University of Chicago, Bezdik went on to a stellar career as a coach, landing first at Oregon, then later at Arkansas and Penn State. He is also the only coach to bring three football teams, Oregon, Penn State, and the Mare Island Marines to the annual Rose Bowl. And here's another piece of Bezdek trivia. While coaching Arkansas, then known as the Cardinals, Bezdek compared his players to a bunch of angry Razorbacks, and that nickname has stayed with the team since then, the Arkansas Razorbacks. In addition, Hugo Bezdek is the only person that has coached an NFL team, the Cleveland Rams, as well as a Major League Baseball team, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Ironically, as the head coach of the Rams in 1937, Bezdek lost a pair of games to his very first football team, the Chicago Cardinals. Among his many honors, Bezdek is a member of the College Football Hall of Fame, but today we recall Hugo Bezdek as one of the most influential members of the early Chicago Cardinals. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.